Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. Trusting God can be hard when you don't trust God. Let's talk about how to trust God when everything is going wrong. As a Christian whose life has gone to crap several times in my life, I get it. Because as Christians, God is supposed to love you. You want everything to be perfect, to prosper, and when things are going to crap, it can seem like God is not there. And if he is there, then he must not care because he sees you suffering down here, but everything is still getting worse. And you may be thinking to yourself, what kind of God is that? If you read my post on when I was failing, broke, and everything was going wrong, which you can click the link down below to read, then you should also know this. It was in those times that made me stronger and made me into the person that I am today. And even knowing that, I would never want to go through those times again. That's how bad it was, which I talk about in my video below when I was a Christian suffering from depression. So number one, case in point, me. I want to take an excerpt from my single mom's devotional, which you can click the link down below to buy, about trusting God even in the bad times. As a single mother, I have gone through so many things, especially when it comes to money. I never really got a steady stream of child support, mainly because my child's father was in prison for seven years after my son was born. After I got laid off from my job, the only emotion that I felt was fear and anxiety. I felt fear when I heard the truck in my neighborhood, thinking that they were going to come turn the lights off because I was late paying my utility bills. I felt fear over not knowing how I was going to get food or pay for my son's tuition so that he could keep going to school. I was a nervous wreck about any and everything because everything was going so wrong and I did not know what tomorrow would bring. I felt fear and anxiety all the time. Even though that was a hard time in my life, I literally lacked for nothing. We always had something to eat and I had the basic utilities that I needed. I feared because I did not know. I did not know how, when, or what, so that made me afraid. But despite the fact that that was a terrible time in my life, I would never want to repeat it. It was a time in my life where I learned not to fear. The Bible teaches us, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. 1 John 4.18 This was a hard lesson to learn, even when I had no job, when it took me so long to get another one, and when I was underpaid and still struggling. It took years to get to the spot where I did not feel like I was always broke all the time. But in the midst of that emotion, I stopped fearing. I learned that no matter how many things were not going the way I wanted them to, worrying was not going to change any of that, nor did it get me anywhere. Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? Matthew 6.27 What does worrying get you? It almost got me a nervous breakdown, and I am not being funny. I was a nervous wreck, but what can you change by worrying? If they were going to turn my lights off, then they were going to turn my lights off. Me worrying was not going to fix that. What was going to fix that was trusting in God because God was the one who provided for me the entire time despite my worrying and nervousness. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body or what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? 
Matthew 6, 25. Also, if you want to get the first chapter of my Single Moms devotional for free, then you can also click the link down below. So what's my point? God does not see life the same way that we see life. And when we think that God is letting us down, God is also getting frustrated with us because we do not trust him. The whole reason why things are getting worse is that God does not want us to trust what we see, but trust him. Not only so, but we glory in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character and character, hope Romans five, three through four. All this really means is that when everything is going wrong and we see it as terrible, God sees it as refining us and making us stronger. That is why it is important not to get too caught up in how we feel because we will just focus on those negative emotions instead of seeing what God is really trying to do and how to build us up. Also check out my video below on how to stop complaining and how complaining is causing God to turn his head against you. Number four, remember God's promise. When learning how to trust God, always remember this. For I know the plans that I have for you, declare the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 29, 11. If God has already told us through his word that he plans to prosper us, which I have a separate blog post on and you can click the link down below to read that, then why can't you just believe him? God is not a liar and it is not in his ability to lie. And even if he could lie, why would he lie? All this really means for you is that when things are going wrong, your situation cannot be forever. God wants you to prosper and you have to believe that whatever is going wrong in your life, in some way you're going to benefit from it in the long run. And those feel like giving up moments. Just remember that God has a plan for you and God knows the plans that he has for you, even if he does not tell you exactly what his plans are. You can look beyond what you see and learn how to trust God regardless of how you feel. Also check out my video below on how God wants us to prosper. Trusting in God case in point me. Before I became a single mom, I could get my nails done, my feet done, my hair done, all of that. After that, I did not have the time, nor did I really have the money to take care of myself. Having a kid is expensive. Added on to that, I faced so much financial hardship, even job loss early on as a single mom, and I could not get clothes, go shopping, or get my beauty treatments. Heck, there was even times I was barely able to afford food and gas. At first, it just depressed me more. To make a long story short, I just began to do stuff myself. I had gotten my hair done enough to try to attempt it myself. There were plenty of YouTube videos at this point that could teach me better hair and makeup skills. And as for the clothes, I discovered the thrift store, which I have a separate blog post on. It took some bad hairstyles and epic makeup bells, but voila. I was transformed into someone that no longer looked a hot mess. When I told people I did it myself or that I shopped at the thrift store, people were amazed. And the fact that I did it on a budget actually intrigued people, not make them want to laugh or make fun of me because truth be told, most people don't really care that much. I realized that I was not the only broke struggling woman out there and plenty of women were tired of looking busted but felt they did not have the money to look nice. As I gave them tips, I also began to share my tips on my blog so that I could have a greater impact. Hence how my hard times led to an actual purpose. I have a video that you can watch down below. Number five, lean not on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trusting in God means that we don't lean on our own understanding. It is within human nature to try to understand the who, what, where, when, and why, and all of that is going to frustrate us even more. 
We are going to try to tell God how he can make our situation better, what he can do to fix things, or how God can do it. And when God does not do things the way we think they should go, it just adds to our frustration. But when we have God, we must learn how to put all that questioning in his hands and trust that he knows what he is doing. And once we choose to let go, that is when we will start to find peace in our situation. Out of my own personal journey with God and going through many hardships of my own, some of them lasting for years, when I sat back and reflected on it all, I realized now that it was all for a reason. Lord knows that I did not realize it then and felt like God was jilting me and somehow this Christian thing was a joke. What was the point of having God in suffering? In the end, like a lump of coal that has been under a lot of pressure over an extended period of time, I became a diamond. I became a gem and I became strong, even strong enough to cut through glass. That was the point. Sometimes, or rather most of the time, we have to endure something to turn us into better versions of ourselves. And even though we may not see it, God is working behind the scenes, putting the right people in place so that when the time is right, we can have the right opportunities. And he is turning things upside down in our world so that he can make us into the person who is ready to receive all of these opportunities. And even though it seems like God is hurting us through the process, as we continue to fight through the crap that life hands us, we must submit to God. We cannot lean on what we see or our own understanding. We have to trust that if anyone can fix it, God can. And with that knowledge, we let go of our situation, choose not to worry, and choose to be at peace with it, even if we don't like it. There's nothing you can do about the things going wrong in your life anyway, so why not trust God? And it may be the only option that you have. Number six. Because trusting God is the only option that you have. I know to this it may sound crazy, and as you sit in the midst of your hardship, you are wondering how the heck is this situation going to make you love God more? You barely even love Him now. But in those moments where we feel like giving up and it is hard to see what God is doing, which I talk about in my video down below on how to glory in your sufferings, when we do not see the things moving the way we want them to move, how we want them to move, and as fast as we want them to move, or things are just getting worse, we then go through a phase of trying to take it on ourselves, causing ourselves more frustration because there is nothing that we can do in our own power to fix it. And when we can't fix it, we give up and blame God because what we tried to do did not work out. Once that moment happens, that is when God steps in because you stop trying to make things happen on your own. And then when he is done, you will finally see that God had a plan the whole time and you just should have trusted him in the first place because all that worrying, anger, crying, yelling, and all that other stuff that you did made no difference at all. The only thing that did make a difference was when you stopped trying and you allowed God to take control. Number seven, final thoughts. My point is that you are going to end up trusting in God anyway, so why not do it sooner rather than later? Throwing a temper tantrum and exhausting yourself is pointless. Just allow God to take over. Save yourself some frustration and just do it in the beginning. God says that he has your back, so you just have to choose to believe him. And that is an act of faith. For those days where you see no end in sight and the days where you want to give up, just keep going, trusting that God is leading you somewhere, even if you don't know where. The idea of Christianity is very simple. Either you can choose to believe in God and all those wonderful things in the Bible or you don't. You can choose to believe that God is leading you in the right direction or not. You can choose to believe that whatever rut you are in now will last forever or not. You can choose to trust God even when you don't feel like it or even when you feel like giving up.
And once you learn how to trust God in the hard times, you will lean on him again and again, knowing that he can pull you out of whatever it is that you're going through because he has done it before. And that was the real point of it all, to grow your actual relationship with God. Trusting in God can be hard when things are not ideal. I know you are not trying to hear what I'm saying to you when you're struggling to pay your bills or always teetering on the edge of being broke. It can be hard to see that God is going to bring something great from a difficult situation when all you see is the difficult situation and the difficult situations keep coming back to back. I get it and I've been there. But if we do not believe that God can do these things, then why believe in God at all? If anyone can turn these things around and make it happen, then surely and make it happen, then surely God can. If not him, then who? And if not anyone, then your situation is hopeless anyway. What do you have to lose? Therefore, trusting in your God is your only options in times like these. If you know someone who is going through a hard time and needs help trusting in God, then go ahead and share this post with them. And also, I have something for you. It is my spiritual fasting guide, which you can click the link down below to buy. Spiritual fasting is a great way to help you get closer and to hear from God, especially during the hard times.